0: Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Per Olstrom from Chief Outsiders. Per, it's really nice to have you on. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, Our company, Chief Outsiders, uh, we are about 75 fractional CMOs. So all of us have at least 20 years experience as VP of marketing or chief marketing officer, those types of roles in larger companies, you know, billion-dollar companies so uh, you have to be kind of seasoned and have to have been around the block in order to join chief outsiders and and what we do is we help small and mid-market companies with their growth issues basically so so mostly strategy and marketing type assignments or, or engagements my yes. my personal background is in is in uh, specialty chemicals heavy manufacturing equipment manufacturing equipment rentals all b2b and broad shoulder type businesses so and, and that's what i do now with chief outsiders as well work with with manufacturing companies mostly and in industrials
0: nice i love it that's awesome so you obviously have a ton of marketing experience and because you get to see all these different industries and companies and all that sure yeah it's very cool so where're uh, we'll we'll, we'll kind of dive into your areas of focus for this year and maybe the past year where would you say the, the your greatest area of focus has been in that manufacturing sector and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, it, it has been. Uh, we have had a lot of business at, at Chief Outsiders. We're a little bit unique, I think, because we are virtual. We we don't have mm. an office, but we all work from home and and we're all, all over the country. So we have taught a lot of our customers to do the same thing with with the pandemic, right? So we have helped them to to operate at all in that type of an environment. And many of our our clients have had to pivot in their strategies. So a lot of Mm. our work in the last year has been strategy work, basically helping them to find new footing. Sometimes entire sections of their business has gone away uh, because of the pandemic. So they have to find something else to do to keep their people employed and keep the business going. and most of the industrials that I have been working with, uh, they have been operating almost as normal because they're kind of essential businesses, mm. right? If it's you know industrial air cleaning or industrial wastewater or things like that. Uh, but but we we do see a lot of strategy work and a lot of our customers, if not most of them, have had to change their kind of their go-to-market strategies in the last mm.
0: year.
1: Totally. So what are the some of those changes that you've been
0: seeing and I guess implementing from a go-to-market strategy standpoint, and all that? What, what what are some key concepts uh over the past year or so?
1: Yeah, the the big one, I think, hands down has been digitalization. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has had to kind of revamp and soup up their, their online presence. So it can be everything from You know social media linkedin youtube what you do what you post and how uh, over email campaigns monthly newsletters things like that all the way over to websites and and a a lot of websites out there are pretty bad and they have been even worse so a lot of effort has, has gone into kind of improving them because if you can't call on customers and you can't go to trade shows you know you, you, you can only do so, so much over the phone. Yeah. So what remains is Zoom and, and a really good website, right? To kind of reel people in or real prospects in.
0: Totally. So we see a lot yeah.
1: of lot of digital. Yeah, a lot of focus on digital.
0: Yeah. What, what would you say is the greatest challenge that these um, companies are facing and that you're facing from a marketing standpoint as we pivot and as we have new areas of focus and all that?
1: I, I'd say that... The biggest problem is probably in the area of skills and sometimes mm. staffing. So a lot of companies have a real hard time finding people for all kinds of, of positions, but not least for, for the important commercial ones, you know, marketing and, and sales and so on. Yeah. So, so that you know, even though those are popular fields, there really aren't a lot of qualified candidates to, to go around and i think that's one of the reasons why why customers bring in you know people like us so so we'll work a day or two per week with with small companies and and be a, a fractional cmo for them and kind of you know make the plans and make sure that that they get implemented and, oh. and also help them to recruit people and sometimes we even do interim type jobs so we stay on for a few months you know to hmm. to help them get going but it with skills and 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 the right people really is is difficult for a lot of companies right
0: now. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's shift the, into your experience as a marketer. And obviously, you've, you've been there, done that, probably seen it all. Uh, what are ways in which uh, someone in a company can do marketing well and really build lifelong relationships with customers? What is some key advice around this that you'd have?
1: I'd say the most important thing is probably, and this is hard for salespeople, is to listen rather than talk, Mm. right? Because, you know, physiologically, we're designed such that we cannot talk and listen at the same time. So if you really want to understand what your counterpart needs or is saying, you really have to listen. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of awkward silence now and then in a conversation to kind of let the message really sink in but you've got to really really listen and ask you know clarification questions to really get to the need that the customer has oh. because oftentimes they'll, they'll tell you that oh you know we really need help with our website it's terrible and, and then you, you start kind of peeling back the onion and you ask them what's terrible about it. Well, you know, people only stay three seconds they, and then they bounce or they go somewhere else. Well, is that the problem with the website or is it, you know, the positioning of the brand or is it some other underlying issue that your value, value propositions aren't clear? So it's, it's difficult to find them on the website. Maybe your value proposition needs an overhaul and maybe that's where the real problem is. So hmm. you, you you can't take anything for face value, but you've got to kind of understand and and and, and probe. And this is true for everyone that's in, in sales or marketing. You gotta understand your customers' needs because if you understand the needs and you have the solution and the cost or the price is right, then you have the business. That that's the way it is in B2B. You know, you, you don't have yep. to convince people, you just have to to show them, right? Yeah, it's all so that yeah, listening is super important. Another one is is to you know collaborate, not not to see the customer as an enemy or or somebody you have to to kind of dupe in order to to get the, the contract <laughs> signed, but you gotta you gotta really collaborate and and mm. you know try to to have the customer work on developing the solution together with you, because then then you have buy-in already on their end and, and they feel that that you are a, a value added partner. So they're not gonna cut ties, you know. Mm-hmm. When the next shiny new thing comes by or, or somebody comes in with a slightly lower price. So really, really listen and, and you know, work together with, with people and, and can aim for that long term relationship. The third thing that I always try to do is stay in touch. You do business with somebody, uh, the sales cycle might be long, maybe it takes a year or two before you get the deal. You install everything is up and running. A few years later, they might be. It might be time for them to upgrade again. If you don't stay in touch over that time, they might have to restart the process, right? And talk to somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Because people move all the time, and, and it seems like they stay. Uh, they don't stay in their positions very long. So even if you knew everyone, you know, four years ago, hardly anyone might might still be there. So you got to kind of keep in touch and maintain those those contacts. Yeah. And an added bonus, I guess, with staying in touch with people is when they do move to another company. Now you have an in there. You know, I got a new you, you business. Yeah. Can, that's right. You can start talking to them as well.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's great advice. Yeah. Almost. Well, any last thoughts, words of wisdom, things you should tell the audience uh, or things the audience should hear from you?
1: i yeah, I, I think it's really important when you when you you know work with marketing or, or sales and you deal with people that you gotta be nice, right? Mm. You, you gotta tell people as it is, but but you have to be nice. And and you know, being aggressive or, or mean and with your own employees or, or in a customer situation is not gonna get you anywhere. You mm-hmm. you gotta collaborate and you gotta you gotta, you know, ma- make sure that you you the customer feels that that you're on his or her side mm. you know and and maintain those those long term relationships and, and that that's really the way to win you know over over the long time long, uh, over the longer term love it that's awesome yeah. well hey Perry,
0: it's been amazing to have you on the podcast really appreciate all the words of wisdom and advice and insights that you shared with everyone here thank you so much for having me